Hello, sir. <sighs> we, we, I think we, uh, this is the first time we've successfully navigated the first week of a uh, daylight saving change of some form without screwing it up. Normally one of us is sat there twiddling our thumbs or arriving early. No, I'm, I'm here right now, right here to save you. This is, this is daylight. It's not daylight savings. It's Scotty savings time. Oh, you're saving me, John. I John am. Fox, savior extraordinaire. <laughs> so I'm ready if you are. John, I was born ready. Scotty, 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 guess what, guess what, guess what? I'm famous, I'm famous, I'm famous. Oh, John, I thought you've always been famous, but but tell me about your more esteemed fame. Well, so, a colleague of mine stopped me in the hallway and I said, I read about your, your thing on Zipception. I was like, what are you talking about? But none other than the bestest, bestest person in the known universe, Dave Verver, uh, had a link to the show uh, in his iOS dev uh, mailing list. I was so, I, his reading list, it was like, wow, I thought that I'd never receive those levels of accolade, but... Thank you, Dave. Well, well, John, I am I am very very happy for your uh, newfound fame. I did notice that in the in the list. Well, in fact, that's not true. I didn't notice you in, the, <laughs> in last week's letter. Matt had to point out to me that it was in there. So, so oh. much for my observation. And that's after I'd read it. So, um, <laughs> wow. Maybe, maybe you're not quite a list yet there when it comes to, to wow. The, oh shit, <laughs> Scotty, Scotty, I'm lying back and just like you know just. Telling the grave digger to get on with it, but but I am I am shocked, John, that you've just called Dave Vera, you know, who who is a very nice guy and uh, and a you know a good friend. That um, but yeah, I'm still a little little hurt that he is the bestest, 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 best person ever, as far as you're concerned. <laughs> oh well, I'm not trying to suggest that somehow the person in front of me or the person top of mind at the very second is the, is the one I heap praise on, <laughs> although it's possible. <laughs> Oh dear, John John Dory Fox. We'll have to call you from now on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, there we are. So, so um, you're. I mean, so does this mean you've now given up work and you're uh, you're you're on a yacht near your you know, on your way to your fourth house with the big pool? Uh, something like that. I'm going for my twenty seventh liposuction of the week. Now, that is a picture I really did not want. <laughs> That's right up there with Maggie Thatcher naked in the rain. <laughs> no. Uh, I think that has to be the show title right up there with Maggie Thatcher naked in the rain. That will, that will, that will draw a few pundits in. So, yes. so uh, in, in this um, newfound fame, uh, have you uh, been uh, you know, able to get any work done this week or do anything interesting? Or have you just been, uh, you know, and now allowing your minions to do it, will you just sit there and take no, no, I wish. But no, I'm getting close because I have two projects that, that some stuff I've been working on uh, will be shipping in. And momentarily, we had a bug bash the other day and our bug bashes are, are I, I've come to realize that, well, I think it's been well known. Um, I glommed onto it, but I don't know if you've ever had this thing called 
well, I pronounce it bonchon, the kind of like Cajun manner, but it's bonchon, I guess, but it's a Korean kind of fried chicken outlet. Um, and I guess there are a couple of them in and around the valley, and it's it's pretty darn tasty, I have to say. It's probably horrifying for vegetarians, but, uh, you know, because there's a plate of bones by the end of the bug and a bug bash, and basically you find a, a legitimate bug, you get a wing um, or a piece of that as you like it. And so... Um, uh, there was a guy who was finding a number of them. It's like, you know, since you're finding all of them, you don't mind if I, you know, put my bones on your plate so I don't look like a, either a glutton or somebody who, or or to admit that the, the, the code has bugs. But uh, uh, it's, I'm feeling pretty good and I'm going to give a little talk to my colleagues on Thursday about uh, about what we were talking about earlier, um, about about how to do the performance tuning when you're when you're using nibs. So, so I'm assuming that you don't have any vegetarians on your team, then, if that is when no, you do your uh, bug batches. Oh no, we absolutely do, and we tried to we we uh, we fit, we failed on this one, but I don't know whether in the particular room at that moment there were. But um, there, I don't think I don't think anybody can complain. There's there's a, there's we, nobody is starving in, in, in a in a Silicon Valley company, no matter their their dietary you know preferences. Having had lunch at your offices, I could say yes. It's, it's starvation is not one of the problems I can think you would ever going to be dealing it's really with. Indigestion is probably the better. Yes, we, we can't reach our computers because our bellies are so big. Is the Something problem? Like that. Yes. Well, Scotty, Scotty, you left us hanging last week because you said, oh, I have something else to talk about. So here's your chance to talk all about it, if you can remember. But did I? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> did I really? I you really did. Was... You said we'd have to push it off to next week, and this is next week from last week. I thought that was the week before. Nope. nope, Do you think think we should pause the show and I should go and look, or should we just wing it? Uh, uh, No, I think you should should start talking, and then at some point you'll realize what it is you're supposed to be talking (laughs) about. We've been talking about syncing, and yeah. um, I have a syncing feeling you're not going to remember. I have absolutely no idea what it was. I mean, I've been working on the syncing again all this week with ensembles. We had... um, after our show went out last week, uh, Drew McCormack, who is the developer of, um, behind Ensembles, contacted me uh, saying that, you know, iCloud, usually you can delete the container pretty easily and, and whatever, and that there are others doing it, and it should all be fine, and I probably don't have to, to worry too much about that. But still still going to stick with the using um, our own server interface. And, well, uh, yeah, we're going to actually use Wasabi. Um, which is, uh, it's like S3. It actually uh, clones the S3 API so that you can just use um, uh, S3 type calls and you can just oh, switch wow. the back end out behind it. But it, um, you know, as their, as their advertising claims, it's uh, half the price and six times the speed. Um, really? Whether that, whether that is actually true, the prices are definitely cheaper. Um, whether it's six times the speed, I don't know. But I'm, I'm sort of fighting it a little bit at the moment. But I think I'll be fighting S3 as well um doing um because we decided to as well as um when you when you use ensembles basically uh there's the core of ensembles that that always works the same and then you uh provide it with a um, cloud file system class which implements a a a cloud file system delegate protocol uh sorry cloud file system protocol and then the ensembles engine effectively uses that to um, put you know the, the files and get the files from where it needs to. And one of those might be for iCloud, and one of them might be for Dropbox. And um, uh, there was a simple one for a Node server. Um, 
and S3. Um, and they don't come included in... Uh, they come with ensembles, these extra backends, but they're not like part of the core framework. You have to deal with them separately and whatever else. So anyway, um, after various discussions this week, we decided to write our own cloud service provider, still based around using a... Um, a simple REST API backend and S3, but just putting our own little bit of spin on it and uh, doing it because um, uh, of several reasons. Firstly, um, the one that um, came with Ensembles for doing the Node stuff had some warnings in it, some deprecation warnings, um, primarily because Ensembles... Uh, supports and old older versions of the SDKs and we, we're worrying about and we're using newer versions and whatever else and um, you know I'm already so said a uh, treat, treat warning as an er- as errors person um, and equally for flexibility in the future so you know just taking a look at one of these cloud service provider uh, the cloud file system classes there are only a few hundred lines of code each uh, or the one I was particularly looking at was um, so. Just decided to rewrite it, and it was an Objective C. I rewrote it in Swift to fit in with the uh, with what we're doing. So, um, and equally, it helps me to understand what was going on in Ensembles a little bit better by by writing the provider. I knew what Ensembles was trying to do and not trying to do um, in there. So, just gonna be a better better understanding of Ensembles. Uh, of course, that means when something doesn't work, I now have to question: Is it because I got my cloud file service provider wrong or because i'm dealing with some other you know thing that you know uh, ensembles just can't do and it's not my bug it's, it's something else so i guess uh, but once that's ironed out it'll be fine so yeah reasonably successful uh, so far um having that working and integrated out but it just raises there's so many questions that implementing a new sync infrastructure um raises so like moneywell is a a document-based um application um, now, I would imagine the vast majority of MoneyWell users have a single document and they just see it like it's MoneyWell and it's data. Um, yet I know there are some people, users out there who use multiple documents. You know, maybe it's they start a new document for every year or maybe they have a document for themselves and a document for another, you know, their partner or, or something like that. Um, so is it what level do you, you know, so for syncing, what we're going to be doing, because the way we don't, you have to have a username and a password or an email address and the password to do, to, to, set up your syncing backend on it and obviously we're going to let people put in an encryption key because we're going to do end-to-end encryption so we can never see anybody's financial data everything is encrypted from um you know from money well to money well and all through the middle so everything is secure we want to make a you know a big point of that that it's you know end-to-end encryption just because we've come off of iCloud and doing our own thing doesn't mean we're going to suddenly be able to see everyone's data um, but yeah, you know, at what level do we do this? So we're asking ourselves questions: Should every document have its own be against its own account with its own encryption key, or should it, you know, MoneyWell itself just have an overall account and all the documents go through that account? But every document has its own encryption key, or should there just be an encryption key at application level and all the documents that go through the application are encrypted that way? And yeah, there are pros and cons because if you put the um, if you have the account and the um, encryption key stored with a document, what happens if someone emails that document to somebody else to look at does that mean they now sync through the same service or should we have to strip that out or you know should it be actually kept somewhere else so it doesn't go and every time you take a step forward you ask yourself five new questions and yeah it turns out syncing was hard who knew mm-hmm. <laughs> um and it's, and it's not the issue of you know and actually in this case it's not the issue of 
getting files to and from a server and keeping core database in sync because ensembles does that really well it's how do you build that infrastructure smoothly and nicely into your application in a way that it gives flexibility to that 10% of users who are going to be pushing the envelope on stuff and, and want to do stuff and sending documents around or doing whatever. And yet for the 90% of users, you just fire money well up and do it is a really simple um, uh, interface and exercise that you just, you just set at once. Um, and I, you know, I don't think there is a right answer to these questions as you know, we have to just make a choice and, you know, it's you know these are quite fundamental choices and just making them over a two-minute conversation doesn't always feel right but sometimes that's the only thing you can do um you know our greatest uh uh answer so far is normally can we make the choice later or just hard code something for now (laughs) 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 and we'll never ship with the hard coding it's just point you know can we think about this a bit more um and, and and move it on so it's yeah it's uh uh and it's making decisions that we're going to have to live with for a long time. And, you know, those are, you know, those are, uh, it's just, you know, you don't really know the repercussions of this until you get the stuff out there. So I think, yeah, the nice, the thing is about syncing is we can't just put this out in the world. It's going to have to have a fairly long uh, beta testing program with quite a lot of users cause just to make sure there are no, no wrinkles. So I guess we'll discover yeah, if people have problems with this, the type of people who are going to sign up to beta programs are more likely to be the type of people who are going to use edge case features as well. So, you know, we'll see. But you know, we're on a fairly tight, tight, tight timeline that we've set ourselves, but we think, you know, commercially we need to get done. Um, so we don't really want to have to come up with a whole way that the um, syncing account system works and then find out, you know, pretty quickly that we have to replace it and do another three weeks work or weeks work or whatever it might be so we'd rather get it right first time but you know it's um there we are it's uh life is full of choices and i guess that's why we get paid the little money (laughs) yes because you made the wrong choice yes (laughs) like thinking of maggie thatcher naked in the rain (laughs) yeah that that was really bad so Mm. yeah so it's um it's one of those interesting to me interesting developer situations anyway where the code is not difficult the code is actually yeah it's a bit fiddly you're always dealing with everything's asynchronous you're dealing with having to generate secure urls through s3 and you know um lots of json parsing which is always you know a bit error prone in whatever in places but you know it's the difficulty is more in the making the decision once you've made the decision it actually becomes reasonably easy to to do so um yeah, we. I've not. We've only been having these discussions the last couple of days, and I'm not sure where we're going to come down yet. Hopefully, by the time we speak next week, I'll be able to say we have chosen the syncing is going to be this way, and then everybody can write in and say no, that's the wrong choice. Uh, I mean, people can write in now and say that they think it's the right choice or bad choice, and more than. Um, I'd love to hear people's opinions actually, because it's you know it can be quite close down. So yeah, that's been my week is uh, working on working on syncing and. Uh, 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 writing um we've currently still got the node back end that we're working on but we've been talking about extending the features of the node back end so that it can provide a better ui for because it's a document-based system okay so i create four new documents on my mac and i go to my ipad and fire up the app how do i know what things i've created before and what can i do so um uh yeah the ensembles does have a way of identifying uh, files that have been created in an ensemble if you create an ensemble with the same um 
uh, uh, to look at the same system uh, with the same user account, it should be able to tell you. But it's you know because of the type of naming structure, because we're using a document-based system, you can't really just use the name of the document because that um, you know looks pretty naff uh, and there's lots of duplication um, problems so we have to use proper unique identifiers but then that means you just get a list of unique identifiers which means nothing so we're now having to build in and, you know not difficult but a build in a simple um, document listing set to the API and whatever else but now that means instead of just using the node server that came with ensembles uh, we're having to write um, node and express and JavaScript code in yeah, so I think I was saying last week, you know, don't don't want to do that. You know, we don't really want to be maintaining JavaScript in backends and whatever else as well. That's you know, not not our expertise necessarily. And if we're going to do backends, we think there are better ones. Um, so we'd already made the decision that you know, in the short, uh, medium to long term, we probably rewrite the the backend server in Swift uh, using probably the Vapor framework um, because again, it's it's. The node backend is maybe four or five hundred lines of code, so it's not like it's 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 huge. Um, so, yeah, before we start extending it, it's uh, shall we now just rewrite it in Swift now because then any extensions can just be done in Swift and we're not throwing code away later. Um, so, yeah, when you when you tackle a uh, a task like Swift as a small team or an individual, you know the the task can keep growing and growing and growing. Um, and you know, knowing when to stop and when to say that's enough is always an issue for developers when you're on a type timeline. But um, every task is like, because every task is like, oh, it's not that big a task. It's only going to take me a day. But you suddenly find out you've just taken on 21 one-day tasks and that's you three weeks of work <laughs> that you've not, you've not planned. Um, normal developer problems, normal developer problems. So, uh, yeah, so basically I could just say, I guess, life is normal at the moment. <laughs> Well, it reminds me of the the Jay Z song. I got ninety nine developer problems, but rewriting a Node backend in Swift is not one of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think some of the uh, and this is where um, it's quite interesting. Uh, I think the difference between working on a team as either a consultant or maybe like you know as a as an employee like you do um, is different to being. Uh, uh, an indie because when you're working on something that is just your own software you are effectively responsible for the entire um uh culture and ecosystem in which those decisions are being made so and, and you know that's everything from you know release dates to um uh budgets to you know amount of money to spend how much you know what you're going to do as an indie you're responsible for all of that uh, and I think sometimes that makes the decision making hard because every time you make a decision, it moves another variable. But that variable moving is your decision again to decide is that a good one. Whereas when you're consulting for an, another company, or in like in your case within within Netflix, yeah, there will be something at some point in that decision making process where you'll come up against a brick wall that is not your decision, and there are hard lines, and that often helps you then make the decisions. So it must be out by this date. It must be done within this budget. It must be done with two people on the team, or whatever it might. Be. At some point, you hit something, and that forces you into it, using that as your now your defining factor for making certain decisions. Whereas when Everything is movable because you make all the decisions. I think that's when you, know, you everything can creep out of control, especially as engineers who want to do everything perfectly uh, because you, it's not that often you come up against that brick wall that 
forces the decision. Um, and you know, so I think it's a real a skill uh, to develop as an in, indie developer to, in, in some ways, uh, <laughs> using terms that we all know too well in um, Brexit England at the moment, our own red, <laughs> red lines that we will not cross yep. and, until we do, of course, um, <laughs> yep. uh, so that we can, um, so, so that it, you, it forces you to do some, some things. And I think maybe, you know, because we're new with Moneywell and taking this on, you know, this week is sort of maybe highlighted to me that maybe we need to sit down and, and as a project create some red lines, even if that's like, you know, we will be releasing at this time. Now we said some vague stuff, but, you know, setting ourselves a hard release date or um, setting ourselves a hard budget or something of, you know, a, looking at our runway and setting a hard timeline based on that, because I think that will, that will help us make better decisions than we will do with everything's movable. So, um, you know, I think that's, that's part of the indie problem to me. And it's, you know, it's been a long time since I was uh, working on a project where I was responsible for everything just as a, when I say I, it's myself and Matt and Sam, we're, but it's, you know, our company where, you know, we're making it, we're, we're making the decisions, um, you know, that way. And, you know, to be honest, I've forgotten that some of these things have been made. You just get used to someone telling you the other things as a consultant or whatever. So there we are. It's sometimes too much freedom can um, create too much procrastination. Indeed, indeed. Well, Scotty, uh, I hate to do this, but speaking of hard red lines, I do need to, to, to wrap this up because I have to go to the Russian visa office so I can get my visa. Um, so, uh, Scotty, since, uh, since this show was mercifully... Um, uh, less about me bragging shit and more about you you complaining. Um, if people want to, <laughs> if people want to, off- I, I, I thought you were going to say it's mercifully short. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> maybe, maybe 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 we should get Sam at this point to play some incidental music for t- for a couple of minutes. Yeah, that's good. So while uh, people can you know finish, I don't know, finish brushing the teeth after they vomited from having listened well, to the first. Well, people bit. like to know that we come in about thirty minutes. They'd have allocated a thirty minute slot for this, and if we come in at twenty two or something, there, you know, it's going to be. So maybe actually a two minute slot is not. Uh, I know you need to go, but I'm just going to keep you for a moment. Because <laughs> <laughs> a two minute slot is not. Um, yeah, a two minutes of music is too much. Maybe. Maybe Sam should now go back and disperse 20-second bites of incidental music throughout the podcast. <laughs> and now at 30 minutes, where we will now be in, in the final edited version, people will suddenly realize why there was incidental music throughout the podcast. Oh, my God, that's terrible. Well, if, pe- if people want to remind you of how that was just a terrible, terrible decision and that, that could only come out from a broken thought process, where might, where might like, they, they inform you? Uh, okay, so they can they can contact Sam on um no, <laughs> I'm on Twitter as Mac Devnet, um or on micro.blog as Scotty. Um, equally, there's I developer show and uh, on uh, on Twitter and I developer on there's too many isn't it on micro.blog or they can email us at feedback at ideveloper.co and we will both get that as does Sam. So um, that's that's a good way. And John, if people want to uh, congratulate you on your fame and fall at your feet in in uh, worship, uh, where should they do that? And how should they do that? Well, they can either bump into me at the hall in the hallways at work, or uh, they can find me on the internet on Twitter as Jembe. That's D J E M B, like the West African drum. Are you seriously suggesting that our listeners should come and wander the halls of Netflix? No, I don't think so. I'm just saying that that at least a quarter of one and a half listeners uh, uh, have been known to 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 be at at work. Well, John, it's been a, it's been an absolute 
pleasure talking at you. Um, <laughs> it it's, it's, makes makes a change. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I hadn't been nasty yet today. I had to. I had to get it in there somewhere. Um, uh, good luck with getting your Russian visa um, and your immigration papers. Um, as you 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 leave the uh, UK as I, of US as for I, as I defect. Um, yes, yeah, so, and uh, we will uh, we will speak next week and um, see if we can fulfil our full time promise. But until until right. next time, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, you take care.